hello and how are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we're starting to pick up some steam uh, as finally, finally, the Skip has come back to Apple Podcast. Yes, Skippy Can't Sleep has now been picked up by Apple Podcast, Overcast, TuneIn, uh, and Castro which I'm assuming is probably Cuba, but I'm not sure, and I'm not going to go look. Because Googling Castro would just be an odd thing to do. But anyway, hello to all of my new listeners. Hello to Apple Podcast Nation. Uh, wish I could say it's iTunes, so I could call it iSpoons, in honor of Jeffy. But uh, hi to everybody who's going to be listening. Be sure to subscribe however you're listening, whether it's uh, uh, Anchor, Spotify, uh, uh, Apple Podcast, Overcast, TuneIn, uh, Castro, wherever it may be. And uh, if you're trying to listen on Google Podcast, um, please kick them in the shins over and over again, verbally, via email, Twitter, whatever you may want to do, and tell them, hey, stupid. Skippy can't sleep. <clears throat> yeah. Well. You know, kids, uh, I know this isn't a visual media. Maybe someday the, I'll be popular enough for that. Um, but I'm, right now I'm doing what, uh, what they call face palming. Unbelievable. Just, just unbelievable. The uh, Indians lose to the Cubs three to two in extra innings. And uh, here's the maddening part, okay? Until you get to the 10th inning. The uh, bullpen had done a good job of, of holding the line. Aaron Savale had given up two runs. The bats had tied the game up at two. Get through the bottom of the ninth. We're going extra innings, everybody. Yay! I completely forget about the stupid leadoff man at second rule that they've just added. Uh, I, I, I don't know why they did that. It's, it's not proper. It's just not. But we had Tyler Naquin out there and he was ready to, you know, take, take the go ahead run. And, uh, Mike Freeman tries to lay down a bunt and Mike Freeman can't bunt worth a hoot apparently because it was awful. It was an absolute stink burger. And Naquin gets thrown out. Then Frankie Lindor tries to, tries to save the day, but ultimately no runs are scored in the top of the 10th. We get to the bottom of the 10th. And they have their, you know, their runner at second base. 
And uh, then, you know, I, I believe it's Chris Bryant ends up getting a single. And now you've got men at the corners, no outs. Well, Anthony Rizzo comes up, and of course, you know, you have to dread that Anthony Rizzo comes up because Anthony Rizzo is very capable of hitting one to South America. So they do, you know, probably the dumbest thing you can do in this situation. Well, I get it. I I, I get it. You, you're worried that he, he's capable of hitting a home run ball or something. You walk him. So now the bases are loaded with no outs. You manage to get two, two outs. And you're, you know, now we're looking at bottom of the 10th, two outs, 0-2 count. All you have to do is one more strike. Javi Baez would have bit on a curve basically anywhere other than right down the center. Ugh. He gets a single. The guy who shouldn't have been on second and it was now at third ends up crossing home plate. And the Cubs win an extra innings 3-2. to two. The losing streak continues. And the freak show that is losing a different way each and every time is is continuing. I mean, it just it just seems like a completely different scenario ends up tanking us. I I just I don't know what to do. Uh, and, and if you want to review, I mean. Um, <laughs> The Yankees beat the the uh, the Blue Jays. The Royals beat the Tigers, which is good for us. But the White Sox still look great. I mean, and and the Athletics are still looking great. I mean, as far as I know, they're still in second place. The only team that's currently in the playoffs that's sliding is us. I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, uh, even Tom Hamilton, even tonight, said, this team needs a cleanup hitter. Yep. Sure do. We thought at the time, oh, it might be Fran Mel Reyes, why he was, he was in line for the batting title. And he sunk like a stone. So now, now what? Now what? We we lose the series. Uh, I mean, we are swept by the Cubs. Swept. I was I was legitimately worried when they sent Jason Kipnis in. I was legitimately worried that Jason Kipnis was going to make us pay. I was legitimately worried about that, and he came close, but. Mercifully, he wasn't the one to do it. I, I mean, at this point, you have to you have to do something. You have to you have. I don't know if it's a bowling night 
call up, you know, call up the Cavs and the Browns and ask when you've had rallies, what is it that you've done that's done the rally? I know that there was the Cavs had that bowling night. I know that there was a laser tag night. Obviously, uh, the uh, you know when they took their off day to sit around watching Monday night football, that didn't work for the tribe. So, something else is going to have to happen because you you cannot hope to make the playoffs at this point if you just keep on losing games. And you're going to be, at best, nothing but a wild card unless you get hot and get hot now. This It just cannot go on. It simply cannot. And uh, we, are, we are at a loss here, folks. We're something has to give and it has to give in a hurry because we have we have the uh, big big games coming up here and if we lose them we're out of the the playoffs entirely and there will be nobody to blame but the front office and the owner because they had every opportunity they had clevenger they they had the clevenger trade they had Plesak who could have been traded if that if that's what they wanted to do and they didn't want to do that. They had ways of going out and buying a hitter. I don't even care if it's an expiring contract. If it wins us the World Series, that's what you should have done. And again, yes, the World Series is the point of Major League Baseball. Not to make the playoffs, get in the wild card as the eighth seed, lose to the one seed, and go home and go, well, guess we tried. That's, no, when you have the chance, when you're in first place with a bullet and you make a trade and get rid of a, a perfectly good pitcher because of stupid COVID-19 bullcrap, you just might want to get something in return that makes us better now. I said that this was a bad trade and it's continuing to be a bad trade. There, nothing about this is currently working out. Nothing about this has made the 2020 Indians better. Cal Quantrill, apparently they're thinking he's going to be a starter. I guess. He's currently in the bullpen and he hasn't been, you know, ball of fire. Uh, Austin Hedges has been a, a decent backup catcher, but... I not really. I mean, and and Josh Naylor has not been the hot bat that we need him to be. I mean, oh, he was batting two seventy eight, and he had one home run and four RBIs, and oh my goodness, guys, this is this is sad. This is just a, a sad state of affairs. And he and here's the most maddening thing: if you're a a true Cleveland fan. Tell me I'm wrong. If the Browns win tomorrow night, they beat the Bengals, and it's a noticeable win on Thursday night football, and people have the chance on Friday morning to go into work happy and high-fiving because the Browns win What's going to happen to the Indians and their losing streak? Is anybody going to want to hear about the Indians anymore? No, not really. 
all they will want to talk about on Friday will be the Browns. Then on Saturday, they'll want to talk about the Browns. And Sunday, they'll want to talk about the Browns. Monday, they'll want to talk about what happened after the game. Etc., 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 etc. Listen, uh, Indians, I, I've tried to tell you, you've got to strike while the iron is hot, while you have Frankie Lindor, while you have the attention of Cleveland. The Browns are just now getting started, and they lost. The Cavs aren't playing. The Monsters not playing. Now is your opportunity for a, a sports-starved town to give them a winner. And ever since that trade, you've gotten worse and worse and worse, and you've shown stupid, stupid ways to lose. And now there is a very, very good chance that we won't even make the playoffs Unless we suddenly get scorching hot. So call up the Cavs, call up the Browns, call up the Monsters, and say, hey, when you've had rallying points that made you suddenly go on a winning streak, what'd you do? And just start trying each one. Just try each and every one. I don't care what it is. Bowling, laser tag... Uh, Star Wars, uh, uh, karaoke night. I don't give a hoot. Find a, a, a slump buster of some sort that makes this team say, okay, we're going to win now. Because this can't go on. <sighs> but you know, what do I know? I'm just a fan uh, for my entire life. Well, Buckeye Nation, I did read that uh, the Big Ten finally got around to making their announcement. And they, of course, are coming back after all. And at this time, they claim the vote was unanimous, though I don't buy it. But uh, I think the news that... Uh, that is most telling about uh, exactly what went wrong and what went on here. They've decided they're not going to start playing until the 24th. The 24th of October. I, is it just out of spite at this point? I think so. I think so. I, I think that certain people who were involved in this vote, the first one, they they wanted to they wanted to stick it to certain people. And when they realized that the whole nation was upset with their stupidity, they decided, yeah, we should probably we should probably do the right thing now. And then they, they want to hold off as long as possible. And I think it's out of spite. But nevertheless, the Buckeyes are back, and I see absolutely no reason to not have faith that they are going to win the Big Ten Conference. The Buckeyes are back. My zips aren't back, 
Because, you know, how dare I suggest that the Akron Zips should play. But at least the Buckeyes are back, and we have a, a solid chance of this area seeing a college football win. And wouldn't that be nice? You've all heard of Peter Piper and how he picked a peck of pickled peppers. Well, you should hear what Peter Parker, Peter Pettigrew, and Petey Pumpernickel all did to top him. Peter Parker, Peter Pettigrew, and Petey Pumpernickel all picked up a pint of natural pickled pink, perfectly pickled peaches, which are pickled for a purpose in their produce section. They're gluten-free, you know. So I thought I would share a, a story, and again, I, I, I tend not to be very personal, but I thought I would share a story that uh, takes place just a few months ago, believe it or not. And uh, it, it starts one rather foggy, bizarre morning when I have to get an Uber to work. And, you know, even though I've had to use them many a time in my life, uh, they, they tend to be awkward. There have been a handful of drivers that I get along with for one reason or another. Uh, one listens to 50s music all the time, and so we bonded over that. Another one is a huge sports fan. Uh, but usually it's just an awkward ride. Well, this one, this one so far is the king champion on the mountain. Okay, this guy was super weird. Because as soon as I get in, he goes, So, how are things at work? Now, we've never met. Never met. He, I don't know him. I'm not in, I'm not that kind of small talker. Okay. I'm just not, you know, I'll talk, I'll talk sports with, with somebody or, or, you know, if music's playing, I might talk music with them or, you know, something like that. But <laughs> don't come to me with the, the small talk. I, if I don't know you, I'm not a small talker. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a good bluffer when I have to be, when it's, you know, when it's customers or, or relatives or whatever it is where I kind of have to put on airs and, and for a while try to be chatty Kathy, I can try, but in an Uber, you're trying to small talk me like that. So he says, how are things at work? And I'm like, well, you know, I kind of half-heartedly admittedly half-heartedly rattled off uh you know the the things that that were going on i assumed that he recognized me and i just didn't recognize him so i just kind of half-heartedly without giving away any personal details and then i said well you know and then we have this ad coming out and i said we've got this and we've got this and we've got this and I just made a big display of that, and and then I said, and uh, we've got a big display of cat food. He goes, cat food? Yes, cat food. Just like that, just, yeah, yeah, cat food. 
He goes, well, people are starting to eat that nowadays, you know. It is 7 o'clock in the morning. There's a fog that's, you know, pea soup thick. The the sky is kind of orangish uh, looking through it. And here I am in a car with you, sir, and you're telling me that people are eating cat food. So I'm like, oh, is that right? He goes, yeah, yep, yeah, sure enough. People are eating a cat food. And he says, but the good news is, is it's not as bad as it used to be. What do you say to that, really? I mean, what, what do you say to that? And I went, oh, is that right? He said, yeah, yeah. He said, well, I tell you what, I was, I was opening up uh, my, my cat's uh, can of cat food. And he said, it looks, you know, it looked good and it smelled good. And I could see the big chunks of cheese and the big chunks of beef in there. And he said, uh, so, so it, uh, well, I tell you it, and I was, I knew he was about to tell me it tasted good too. And so I said, Hey, look, the ice cream place is already open. How about that? 7 a.m. You know, absolutely just cut him off. Because I did not want to hear that this man ate cat food. And and so he goes, yeah, hey, look at that, ice cream. Some people like ice cream, yeah. And then nothing. Dead silence. For the rest of the ride. Until we pull up to where I'm working. And then he says... Well, you go on inside and you uh, you stock that cat food good because I'm going to be in later. I'm like, <laughs> I bet you will. <sighs> so I go inside and shake it off. I'm like, uh, that was gross. That was a little gross. I don't want to hear how you're eating cat food. That's just weird. And then how he said it. Cat food. I mean, his voice changed entirely when he said it. It was just weird. So I tried not to think anything of it. I'm, uh, you know, I'm doing my work and I go into the warehouse and I look at this gigantic pallet of Nine Lives cat food. And on it was a sign that said, Save for Catman. And I went, what? I pointed to pointed to it, and I, I looked at my boss, and I'm like, what? He says, yeah, uh, we have a customer. Uh, everybody calls him the cat man. Uh, he, gets, he gets a lot of cat food, uh, and, and uh, apparently uh, he doesn't like using a can opener, so he only wants pull tops. And he is very specific that he only wants nine lives cat food. That's a specific one. It's a taste preference or something. And I went, what? Did the, are you saying what I think you're saying? And I told him about, about it. And he goes, I wonder if it's the same guy. I said, I hope not. But then on the other hand, that might mean that there are two of them. <laughs> So, 
the assumption here is this man never buys he he never buys cat toys, never buys cat treats, he never buys kitty litter, he never buys anything other than Nine Lives cat food. He is very specific, and it is a quote-unquote taste preference. Shudder. Just shudder. That's all I can do. Well, I, I, I go do some more work. I come back inside the warehouse. I look there. The pallet's gone. I said, weren't we supposed to save that for the cat man? Oh, no, he, he, he already came. How, how did I miss him? Well, I don't know. He just came, he got it, and he's gone. I said, oh, well, okay, that's probably for the best. And he said, I don't, I don't know if they're the same person or not. He said, what's your guy sound like? And I said, like your typical weirdo Baptist preacher guy, only one problem. When he says cat food, he says it, cat food, for some reason. He said, huh, what was he dressed like? I said, a Baptist preacher. He's like, that doesn't sound like our cat, man. I said, so there really are two? He goes, probably. Well, I go home. At, before, I, I should back up, before it sold, I stopped and took count of just how many cans of cat food there were. And there were over 2,000. Over 2,000, right? So, they get bought. I don't see the cat, man. And, you know, I'm just creeped out. I, I hope... I. And the way I'm hoping it's not the, the guy, and then I'm kind of hoping it is the guy, because I really don't want there to be two of them, because that's just disturbing. Well, I come back in the next day, and there's another one. Another pallet of cat food, save for Catman. I'm like, no. What? No. No. Really? More? This time, well over a thousand. So his two-day grand total, 3,456 cans of cat food. Like, oh my goodness. Now, and I, and I asked my boss, I was like, okay, so he, he doesn't buy cat toys. Nope, cat treats. Nope, kitty litter. Nope. What's he buying all this cat food for? And it's very specific about it. I just shuddered, you know. Well, I go do some work, and then I get the page from my boss. He goes, uh, come, to, come to the back room. Come to the warehouse. I say, okay. I go back to the warehouse, and, and he's got this Cheshire Cat grin on his face, and he says, guess who's here? I said, the cat man? He goes, uh-huh. I'm like, 
Oh, and you're going to help me take it out to his car for him. I'm like, uh, what? Uh, okay. So, so he's, he's taking, uh, he's having me take this stuff out to the car, his car for him. And so he's walking with me because he has to greet the cat man because the cat man is, as you would gather, a rather heavy hitter in, uh, in the purchasing of cat food amongst our customers. So he wanted to greet him. And so he's walking with me and he's going, prepare yourself, prepare yourself. And I'm just thinking of, of uh, when Thor is getting ready to meet the Grand Master. Prepare yourself, prepare yourself. And he goes, you're about to meet the Catman. I'm like, yeah, how about that? I'm going to meet the Catman. Yeah. So we get to the front of the building where he is currently paying for his whatnots. And he gets a cake. He has purchased a cake which he slaps on, he slaps down on the, the pallet of cat food. And he says, there, I've done my shopping for the month. I'm done. 3,456 cans of cat food and a blank birthday cake. All righty. So, I look, I look at the, the closely at the cat man. Now here is a guy who looks like a human mole. You know, he's he's got that that mole look about him. You know what I mean? Kind of Oswald Cobblepot meets a mole. Some of you will have to Google that reference. But anyway, he's got you know these little glasses and he's got on plaid and he's got on camouflage pants and he's got waders like he's going fly fishing soon that's his outfit to go grocery shopping to buy 3456 cans of cat food and when he looked down at the cat food he started licking his lips like morris <laughs> and when I heard his voice, I knew immediately it was not my Uber driver in any way. This meant that there were two of them. <laughs> so, he pays for his stuff, his cake, and his thousands of cans of cat food, and he has, has me help him out to his car. Now I'm assuming that he's got a, you know, a standard car and I'm going to put it in the trunk. No, 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 no friends. He has a large rental unmarked white van with no windows other than the driver's side and the windshield. That's creepy. Uh-huh. He opens up the back door. I look inside. He's got a purple light 
installed. Like, uh, okay. He goes, could you load that in there for me? Put it in there for me? I'm like, you want me to get in the back of your van? Now, at this point, I am truly, truly concerned that I'm going to be kidnapped by the cat man. And I load in all thousand plus cans of cat food. And I get out of the back of that van as fast as possible. Now, mercifully, mercifully, my boss stood at the front door watching all of this. And just in case this dipstick tried to drive off with me in the back. But I hurried up and got out of there. Now, you would think that he would even, if you're buying that much cat food, you would think, you know, you would kind of treat me like a delivery driver and try to tip me, or at the very least say thank you. He just turns on his heel and gets in his unmarked panel van and drives away. And I'm standing there in the parking lot looking confused at what has just occurred. Well, I go back inside and and I said, do you think he'll be back tomorrow? And he says, oh, I don't know. That might last him a while. And I said, uh, three meals a day if he eats one can at a time, that'll be three years. So who knows? Well, I come in today and I look around in, a, in the warehouse and I see a giant pallet of Nine Lives cat food. Stay tuned, folks. I get the feeling I'm about to have a second encounter. Again, I'd like to welcome everyone who's joining us from uh, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Castro, and all these new places that are starting to pick me up. Uh, I encourage you to go back and listen to the previous episodes, if you like this one at all. Uh, I do talk a lot about Cleveland sports, but I mix in some true stories about my life, and occasionally I will rant about pop culture, music, movies, um, all sorts of things. And and I don't know where this is going to go, uh, other than it's kind of been my personal journal so far. Uh, because I'm really not sure who's going to listen, and I, I, I want to try to find my voice. You see, uh, I was supposed to go into broadcasting, and uh, it didn't work out that way. Life has taken a lot of twists and turns and left me here. And in 2020, uh, it's taken a lot of twists and turns for a lot of people. And I'm thinking that there might be somebody who doesn't want to sit around reading Twitter, who wants to be able to turn something on and have, you know, somebody rant and rave and carry on that isn't getting paid to do so. Uh, and and just, uh, you know, listen to somebody tell some funny stories and talk about life that isn't politics, social justice, uh, religion, uh, sexual whatever's, smoking pot, or COVID-19. 
And, and I promise I'm not going to do any of those. Uh, although today I will, I will point out that today, uh, I was at work and we were in the, in the front of the building and there are two different entrances and we were smack dab in between the two entrances and a breeze came through and we could smell weed very, very strongly. So somebody was in our parking lot of all places, light one up. And uh, I just, that's inadvisable, frankly. But anyway, if, uh, if you're one of those people that's just kind of homebound and you want to, you want to talk to somebody about stuff and just have somebody crack a few jokes and, and talk sports and try to get back to the way life used to be before this disaster, you know, uh, drop me a line at skip. There's a, uh, you know, tell me what it is that, that would make you happy that, uh, that you'd like me to talk about. Uh, I will go wherever my audience wants me to go. If I really don't want to get into those things that I just listed. You know, I don't, you can go to a million and one places to hear politics nowadays. Now, granted, uh, my politics aren't the same as a lot of people. So maybe, maybe from that perspective, maybe, but I, I you know, I, I want to make people happy, not more miserable. So the, so the things that I'm saying, I'm going to kind of rule out or kind of, you know, I don't want to make people miserable. Now, if I can do it in a, 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 a way that's a little more positive and a little more constructive and maybe, you know, uh, brings about conversation. Okay. But I, I don't want to be just another voice on an extreme and I don't want to be one of these schmucks who bloviates and, and sits there and finds new ways to twist stories into balloons to make it look like one thing or another, whichever side of the fence you'd like me to be on. Chances are I'm not, by the way. Um, but uh, if, if you have a topic in mind, if there's something that you think uh, would be of interest to me and to the other people who might listen, just, uh, shout, you know, and, uh, be sure to subscribe, tell your friends, uh, spread, spread this around. I'm, I'm not opposed to having a bigger audience. Believe it or not, the way I think of this is I've got like five friends who are probably going to listen. And if anybody else listens, that's just great. As far as I'm concerned, I'm talking to the same five people. Now, my numbers say that I'm not, but hey, <laughs> uh, I will I will happily talk to more. So welcome aboard to everybody who just came on. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to uh, share me uh, on any platform you like, uh, any social media you like, and uh, let's get the listenership up. And if you have any suggestions, let me know. I'm also considering taking voicemails, uh, like my friend Macaulay Culkin likes to do. If you'd like to leave me a voicemail and I will play it on the show, just let me know. I'm considering taking that. I'm considering taking that route and doing voicemails. Uh, I have friends who said, I won't do a whole show, but I would like to 
talk about so and so and so and so. I I I'm beginning to consider that an option. So please, please do let me know. I can't take callers. I don't have that technology on Anchor. Um, maybe if someday I get picked up and actually do become a broadcaster and start getting paid to do this because I currently don't have a computer, uh, you know, maybe I'll start taking callers and I would love to go back and forth on all sorts of things with people. Um, the odd thing is I'm like that frog. I believe they call it Michigan J frog. The, the tap dancing frog from the, uh, old Looney Tunes, uh, cartoon where he would sing and tap dance and carry on. And then all of a sudden when you're actually looking at him, he's just going ribbit ribbit. So that's just kind of how I am. I'm very introverted, but on here I kind of open up uh, a little bit, a little bit. If you'll notice, I don't talk about myself on a personal level. I, I tend to, you know, uh, while I share stories from the past, I try not to get too specific about certain things, but uh, I'll talk about pretty much anything other than the ones that I've already listed that are just kind of, nah, maybe if I get paid to do it, maybe, maybe if, uh, you know, if people can understand that I'm not going to be the same way that they expect others to be, maybe, but uh, anyway, it's uh, good to have everybody, and I hope everybody subscribes and sticks around. Uh, send me some feedback, uh, and if you want to do a voicemail thing, let me know. I'll make that available, and you'll be able to drop me a voicemail. Uh, and with that, I think it's about time to go to bed. No matter the day, no matter the time, no matter the place, Krista... I will always love you. Good night, sweetheart. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go home. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go home. I hate to leave you, but I really must say, oh, good night.